There was one man who Jesus himself said was the greatest man born of woman. As we study through the life of John the Baptist, we will discover why God used him in such a powerful way. Join us now for today's study. My favorite type of book to read is a biography. I have hundreds of them. I'm always in the middle of one of them, at least at a time. And for many, many years, uh, biographies have been one of the means that just keeps my, my heart warm. Uh, I find instruction. I find inspiration in them. I would recommend that you read a good biography. And uh, that's, that's perhaps a subject for another day. But I say all of that to tell you that as we are studying the life of John the Baptist, we're literally studying one of God's great biographies. Uh, this is a, a story that the Holy Spirit has written for us, which means there's so much truth to be learned from it. Now, there are many things I want to point out to you about the life of John the Baptist, this, this man that Jesus said was the greatest man born of woman. Uh, but I want to go to the end of the story and then work our way back, if I may. In Matthew chapter number 11, we are coming near the end of John the Baptist's life. You know, death clarifies everything. And really the way a man ends tells you so much about the way he lived. Someone once said that no man is prepared to live until he's first prepared to die. Uh, it was Charles Spurgeon that said the way to make the most of your life is to meditate on your death. Well, when you come to Matthew chapter 11, we are literally nearing the end of John the Baptist's journey. We're coming near the end of his life. He's about to stand before Almighty God. He's going to leave this world and step into eternity. And as you get to this season of his life, there's a certain testimony that is given about him that I think is, is most profound. It is the testimony of Jesus about John. Now, let that sink in for just a moment. This is not what John said about himself. It's not what John's disciples said about him. It is literally the testimony of Jesus Christ about John. When I think of John the Baptist, I always think of his testimony about Jesus. You find that in John chapter 1 when he said, I'm not the Christ. I am just the voice of one crying in the wilderness. He's, he is before me and he is greater than me. Now that's John's testimony about Jesus. But let's turn it around. What about Jesus' testimony about John? You see, in the end... The one testimony that truly matters is the testimony of Christ about your life. And when you stand before God someday, it's not going to be what you have to say or what somebody else has to say about you. The only thing that's going to matter on that day is what does the Lord know about you? What is written down in His record book? Well, let's let the Lord Jesus speak about John the Baptist for just a moment. In Matthew chapter 11, and this is a chapter we'll come back to later in our study, Let's break into it in verse 7. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. 
But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. Let me pause just a moment and point out to you that three times Jesus asked this question, What went ye out to see? Now may I remind you that John's ministry was that he was to be a voice of one crying in the wilderness. The last time I checked, you don't look at a voice, you listen to a voice. I think there's a a beautiful secret given to us here, not just about John, but about our lives, about the way God wants to use us. You see, there were multitudes who wanted to go out and out of curiosity observe this man who wore strange clothing and ate strange things and spoke differently than their religious leaders. Jesus is saying to them, you went out for entertainment. You went out of curiosity. You wanted to see something. Isn't that true in our world today? Everybody wants to see something. Show me something different. Entertain me. Uh, Keep me interested. What went ye out to see? You see, John was never to be seen. He was to be heard. Our lives are not to be lived to be seen of men. Our ministries are not to be given to be applauded by others. Rather, we have a message. We have the truth of Jesus Christ to share. We're not to be seen. We are to be heard. And why are we to be heard? Because the only good thing about any of us is not us. The only good thing about any of us is the message we have to share. Jesus goes on in verse 10 and says, For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, Among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if ye will receive it, this is Elias, or Elijah, which was for to come. And then Jesus uses this statement that he uses so much in his preaching. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Let me just pause right now in our study and say, Lord, help me hear what you want me to hear today. Uh, may May I pray for you right now that are listening. May the Spirit of the living God open your spiritual ears and give you spiritual understanding. Because there are some profound things said here in Jesus' testimony about John the Baptist. The first thing that Jesus says about him is, there's never been a man born of woman any greater than John the Baptist. Now over the next few Bible studies together, we're going to discover some of the characteristics that contributed to that. What are the, what are the things that marked the life of this great man? You know, you can't be John the Baptist. I can't be John the Baptist. It's very dangerous to try to be someone that you're not. God didn't make you that person. And yet there are things about men like John the Baptist uh, that we can follow after, that we can say, Lord, let that be true in my life. And when you study a great character of the Bible, you're looking for those things that you can apply to your own life. That's why Jesus says, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Think of this. What kind of man would God choose to prepare the way for his own son? I mean, the heavenly father chose a man. He could have chosen any man, any one of the Old Testament prophets. John falls in that era of the Old Testament prophets, and yet this is the man that God chose. This is the man that God prepared 
And this is the man that God used to prepare the way for Messiah. And so we ought to look carefully at his life and say, Lord, I want these things to be true of my life. Why did God use John so mightily? I don't know that we can answer all of those questions because some things are hidden in the divine providence of an all-wise God. But there are certain things about his life, no doubt, that we can pray, Lord, let this be true of my life. I want the testimony of Jesus about my life at the end to be, this man fulfilled his purpose. This man did what he was created and called to do. Don't you want that for your own life? But there's another thought, and I leave you with this one today. Jesus not only said that John the Baptist was the greatest born of woman, but he goes on to say that the least in the kingdom of heaven will be greater than John. How is that possible? Well, I would remind you that John the Baptist, though we read about him in the New Testament, he finds his place in history under the Old Testament covenant, which meant that you and I, who have become partakers of Christ, who have the spirit of the living God living inside of us today, actually have more divine resources at our disposal than John the Baptist had. In other words, you have a power available to you that they did not have in every moment of the Old Testament. Friend, are you living in that power today? Not in the power of John the Baptist. Are you living in the power of Jesus Christ, the indwelling Christ, the person of the Holy Spirit? If you are, then in the end you can stand before the Lord and hear Him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I don't know about you, but I want to live today so that when I come to the end, Jesus' testimony about my life is one that He finished His course and He finished it well. Thank you for joining us for today's study. On our website, scottpauley.org, you'll find a link through which you can invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Until we are together again, may God help you enjoy the journey.